Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. All right, yeah, we have time to start the program. Three, <laughs> two, hey, everybody. Hey, it's Pastors Live, and speakers are blown out everywhere. Uh, it is December 15th. It's 10 days until Christmas. Can I get a 10? No, apparently not. Okay. So the guys are just looking at me like I'm out of my mind. So, hey, Pastor Shane is here today. Hello. Pastor Dave is here today. God bless you guys. Uh, I'm Pastor Ty, and then we've got Gary Austin, the voice of the valley. Fantastic. And, four hey, today. And back together. Yeah, we're, we're back with the original four uh, today. Uh, Simeon and James are uh, out doing ministry somewhere. However, uh, the Potato Heads are here today, um, and uh, I'm really thankful to have Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head and their little spud here today, because yeah. it helps remind me about God's binary design for marriage. I'm so blessed by that. Toys um, as they should be. To- toys as... <laughs> I'm just going to walk away from that right now. So, but I'm Shane's s- here. Yeah, Shane's here. I'm just so thankful for everybody who's been listening, and we got a couple things. First of all, did you guys know that tonight, tonight starts the Christmas play at 7 o'clock. Oh, I thought you were doing, I thought you were doing that Phil Collins thing what? again. That was we, ten, do, 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 right? Do, 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 tonight, tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, I. you know what? Genesis and Phil Collins wasn't in my mind at that moment. I'm uh, just saying. But you put it in mind. I've, yeah, well... <laughs> It's like it's because we're we're so easily distracted for sure. Uh, that's one of the things that makes the program fun because we never know what's well, going to happen. Pastor Ty, what's yes. happening tonight? 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 <laughs> I, no, now I've got West Side Story in my head. Thank you very much. Uh, we, well, we okay, don't have Maria. West Side Story, but what we do have is we have our Christmas play, Time to Come Home, and it's opening night tonight at seven o'clock here at Water Springs Church. Woo! 4250 South 25th How East much here in Idaho it? Falls. It's free. What? Yes, it's free and it's for the whole family. Um, it has been a real blessing. Um, I've gotten to know our chamber choir really well because we're hanging out, you know, for a good portion of the evening every night. And so it's really fun. And yes, we have a chamber choir. And do, it do, is do, a choir. By yeah. the way, do you guys know what a chamber choir is? Nope. No, Jay, you don't know what it is? Dave, you know what a chamber choir is because you sang in chamber choirs. I used yeah. to sing in chamber choirs. Yeah, chamber choirs are a small choir. You know, oh, okay. Usually, you, like, you know, three uh, like three singers per part is like a chamber choir. It, it can be a little bit larger, mm-hmm. but like you have large choirs that can have 100, 200 people in it. And a chamber choir is usually a small choir. And sometimes a chamber choir can be up to 30. Cool. Depending on what you're doing. But, uh, um, you know, I got to sing the Rachmaninoff Vespers in a full choir with a chamber choir and then orchestra and stuff when I was in college. It was a lot of fun. I thought the chamber but, choir uh, was the, the, like, the sound of the choir, like when we first moved into the studio and there was an echo. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's, 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 that's an echo chamber. That's an echo chamber. <laughs> an echo choir. <laughs> 
Yeah, right now, all, all, all the all the musicians right now are just cringing. But yes, I, that's all good. I, it works. But guys, please come out tonight. Um, and you guys haven't seen the play yet, have you? Did you ever seen Madrigals? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, Madrigals I love Madrigals. Yes. yes. No. Really good. So, so, uh, so, Dave, I don't know if you know this, but Lori and her mom and her dad were part of a magical society. Oh, I did not know and that. And so there's this beautiful picture in their how basement. It I was, mean, how magical? It was, it was amazing, actually. Uh, there's this beautiful picture of Lori has a little Irish harp. And then, of course, her dad played recorder, mom's son. Nice. And but they had this choir that would do this, and so they would go to the festivals, <laughs> like the medieval festivals, and they all would dress, um, sure, in in the dress of the era and the times, sure. and so they would go do music, and so that was part of their their family. That was part of their family yeah. thing they did, That's you know. You so that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, madrigals are kind of fun. This like boar's head carols, things like that, this go. time of year. And uh, now is the month of May. Yeah, when merry lads are playing. <laughs> And of course, if you, of course, if you, by the way, if you, if you like Ren Collective, you like Madrigal stuff. Nice. That's that's of those. I guarantee you, they all have at least some of that There's in their some, background uh, uh, for influence sure. Influence in there, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and if you, by the way, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Google, Gary, it. Ga- yeah, Google it. Gary <laughs> welcome to Pastors Live. Yeah, welcome to Pastors Live. We don't know what we're we doing either. We seldom know. We know. What yeah. We're well, about. hey, but by the way, guys, um, did you guys know it's the Bill of Rights Day? Okay. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, it's it, so uh, I, it's the Bill of Rights Day, and so I okay. Um, so we're gonna stop and is celebrate. There a, is the there a madrigal about the Bill of Rights? Uh, uh, well, uh, well no, right I, I'm thinking. Wait, wait, wait. What about Jailhouse Rock? You know, I'm just a bill. I'm just a bill. I'm, I'm just a poor bill, bill from a poor <laughs> schoolhouse <laughs> rock. Yeah, schoolhouse yeah, rock. Yeah, there trying you go. to get. Try. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. Trying to get past right. All those things. There you go. By the way, I would. I would be curious if you want to contact us. You have a comment question. It's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. How many of you guys grew up watching uh, Jailhouse Rock? School. Schoolhouse or Jailhouse Rock? Sorry, that was Elvis. Uh, schoolhouse Rock. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, um, so Schoolhouse Rock was uh, was Saturday mornings. And it was great. Uh, conjunction, junction. What's yeah, your function? Yeah. You know. And yeah. are you actually old enough to remember that? Um, I we we watched them. Yeah, they, I didn't watch them like live on TV or anything like that. Oh, or, I watched them when they were airing originally. Yeah. So yeah, but like, we watched we watched them. Oh, okay. Conjunction, All right. junction. All right. What's your function. Yeah. We, so, so after school, I mean, what was your like? What was your what was your thing like after when you came home from school? What what did you do right after school? When you came home from school, what did you do? I ate. Tons of chips and salsa. That okay, so that's my, so you came home from that school. That was my guilty Basically, pleasure. Wendy out of house and home. <laughs> yeah, Tom right? and Jerry. Okay. That was mine. D- uh, Tom, you watched Tom and Jerry yeah. after school? Yeah. Right? Dave, what did you do after uh, school? This is easy for me. Rifleman. Oh, nice. I watched Rifleman every afternoon and ate Cheetos. That's why I <laughs> am so fat. Yes. Johnny so, Crawford and uh, Chuck Connors <laughs> and I were we had a we had a running date. How about you, Ty? Uh, so I would come home and for me it was it was three two one contact and Sesame Street. Oh, when I would come home from elementary school, that was terribly, what I did. terribly yeah. sorry to hear that. Oh, hey, look, I learned a lot of science in three two one contact because it was a science show. It was before there was like STEM education and oh, STEAM yeah. education, and so um, it was kind of the science. Uh, stuff like you know mystery and how to do codes and how to decode. Yeah. I was I actually really liked that. I thought Very it was kind cool. of fun. But that was my oh and the electric company. Sorry, there were three of them, um, and so that that's what my parents would let me watch. Gotcha. So I'd come home and do that. But then Saturday mornings though, it was it was all it was all on until you know, like go. eleven. Yeah. So right on. I, I was like I'd watch TV until the sports started. Then I'm like I'm out. 
when we yeah. got the cable package, I'd come home and watch UFC actually, <laughs> and just chips wow. and salsa. <laughs> wow, it was bomb, dude. But it was back when the UFC was good. Wow. Not, now it's wow. turned into like WWE. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, hey, listen, it's also uh, National Regifting Day. I honestly thought that I'm was just birthdays. That. I thought that was just the birthdays for the first uh, two months of the year. But uh, National Regifting Day. Have you guys ever regifted something? Have you guys ever done that? Oh. Every white elephant gift party. Yeah. It's like from the, Sylvia yeah, already so. has her her moose cup ready to roll. Yeah, it's like, look out. <laughs> Anybody who invites us to to Christmas parties this year, look out. Sylvia's <laughs> loaded for bear. She's ready. She's coming. Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah. So, okay, what's... one of our closets at homes where she keeps the regifting gifts. Nice. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's a box of regifters. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Shane, so Shane, for you, it's whatever you got the year before. Is that if what it's need? a bad, if I get a bad gift from a white elephant gift exchange i regift it which by definition is actually a good gift right right, right. Yeah, yeah it exactly. makes it a good gift yeah, yeah. so and so dave you you and sylvie do the same thing right yeah oh heck yeah oh yeah so all uh, about it right <laughs> i i didn't i didn't really think it was a thing until i started doing it but I, it was like usually a white elephant gift mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that right gary do you regift Yes, I actually did one time and then decided i would never do it again because the gift i regifted was the gift that was given to me to the person who oh, gave you it, returned to, it to the person. Oh, <laughs> so nice. and I did not understand. Oh, I did no, not recognize the, that it came from that person. But that's the best. That was my mistake. <laughs> wow. Hey, wow. thank you for your gift. Here, have it back. Yeah. Let like, go. Oh, like, I thought it was more meaningful to you than that. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but, Boy, so no. to be on a flight. Was that the uh, that screen one? door repair kit? <laughs> yeah. so what's okay listeners what is the worst no maybe it's the best what's the best re-gift gift you've ever given back to somebody that's That's a good question pastors live at the rev dot that is a great question yeah Yeah. come on yeah what is that That, that's that's actually really really a great question but um you know what Hey, when you receive a gift, it's a gift, you know. Yeah. And I and by the way, we're around here. It's like we we have a problem. We like around here. We like hey, we're doing it's ten dollar. It's a white elephant gift. You know, come, let's laugh, let's have a great time. And for some reason, some people are just like, oh, yeah, white elephant gift is ten dollar <laughs> gift card, right? It's like it's like yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, so <laughs> people are all in the movie. Well, yeah, popcorn in the movie. I I so. don't do Black Friday. I despise Black Friday, right? And so this year we hey. Uh, we sat down. It was just the two of us. We got our hot coffee in our jammies, watching a couple of Christmas movies the Friday after Thanksgiving. It was great. And, you know, I've got my computer in, in my lap because I've got work to do still. So I'm working. And this thing comes up from, I, w- I won't say Amazon.com. But anyway, it came <laughs> up. And um, I said, oh, <clears throat> look, I can get a Jenga game. For eight bucks, oh. <laughs> I need because we were going to uh, our small group had a uh, our small group had a, a Christmas gathering, and we were supposed to bring a gift for you know ten dollars under. I thought this is great, man. I can get Jenga for eight bucks done, and it didn't come on time. So no. Sylvia called me that morning and said, "Honey, um, your your package hasn't arrived. You need to go by the store and buy something." So I quick ran by, I won't say Albertsons, but there was this market down the street from the church here, and I ran in and just to buy something on the way to our small gift deal. And guess what? They had a table full of games and toys. There's a Jenga right on. I thought, oh, great. I'm just going to do that. I grab it, run through the line, swipe my card, get out there. 
ended up paying 23 <laughs> stinking bucks for this game. So I'm now, I'm over 30 bucks into Jenga, which I don't play. And so we go to our deal, and guess at the end of the night, the guy who went first gets to re-gift, right, the whole yeah, thing, yeah. right? And I've got this really cool knife from, I won't say Cabela's, but there's this really cool <laughs> man knife that I end up with. I'm like, great, I'm going home with this really cool knife. And Kurt Russell. No! Yes, He's got the Jenga game, no. comes over to me and swaps <laughs> Jenga for the knife. I now have, I'm the proud owner of two Jenga games. I'm I'm over 30 bucks into this stupid thing. I don't even play the game. So guess what I'm bringing to our staff party, guys? Two Done. Jenga. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. If you see a Jenga game floating around, it came from Dave. Oh, that that's really a funny. Story. For, that is for, really, really well, funny. Well, you're supposed to be 10 bucks or under, and I'm over 30 bucks in now. <laughs> That's funny, man. What comes around goes back right. around, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway. Yeah, well, go. Hey, so, guys, again, one of the things we encourage you guys to do an awful lot, we talk about it all the time, read your Bible. Please read your Bible. And today we're in Revelation chapter 6, so it's Revelation when things six. start turning south real fast and in Revelation. Um, but we're also in Proverbs, Psalms, and First Chronicles. And the truth for you, daily readings, we it's a two-year Old Testament reading. It's a one-year New Testament reading. So we read through the New Testament every year. We read through Psalms and Proverbs twice every year, and we go through the Old Testament over two years. So it's a two-year reading program. Two year reading program and you can get it at watersprings.net. If you're here locally, you can come pick it. We have little booklets we print. Uh, you can see the videos on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all those different places where you Dave's can. Dave's on Saturday for all those of you yeah, that care. Yeah, Dave's on Saturday. I'm on Monday. Shane, what day of the week? Do Thursday. You have? Thursday. Um, and so, and so, here's what we got. Um, and and we want to encourage you to be reading your Bible. But today is as actually the reading in Proverbs is one of Dave's favorite verses. Actually, yep. uh, Proverbs thirty verse two. That's my life verse. Yep, and it, it reads, "Surely I'm more stupid than any man. Yep. I, I have not the understanding of a man." That's, that's me. <laughs> that's, That'll be on my tombstone. Is, are, are you seriously asking us to do that? Oh yeah, it'll be on my pizza. <laughs> no, it'll be on my tombstone. Surely I'm more stupid than any man. I like that. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting because, uh, and this is a and this is a proverb of these are the words of Agar, um, and uh, son of Jekyll, right? And so he says, he says the man the man declares, "I am weary, O God. I am weary, O God, and worn out." And I was, it's funny, I, you know, we've been talking about community as a, as a staff and as a church uh, community. We talk about community a lot. And when we're in meetings and stuff, we're like, hey, how you doing? You know, you doing okay? And what's the one thing we hear a lot of? I'm tired. Like I'm exhausted or I'm like on the edge of, like I'm on the edge of my capacity and stuff like that. And I always thought it was interesting. Here's a guy in the Bible. He just writes it down. The man declares... I am weary, O oh God. I am weary. I am worn out. Surely I'm more stupid than any man. I have not the understanding of a man. And he says, I have not learned wisdom, nor uh, have I knowledge of the Holy One. And, and then he goes on and asks, he asks a set of questions, which are actually really interesting in our reading today. He says, who has ascended to heaven and come down? Well, of course, the answer, that, that's Jesus, right? Um, who has gathered uh, the wind in his fist? Who has wrapped up the waters in his garment? And who has established all the ends of the earth? And what is his name? And what is his son's name? Surely you know. I mean, how, how can you not see Jesus in that moment, right? And of course, if we're in Revelation, starting in chapter 6, right, we're beginning to see this this outpouring of 
God's judgment upon the world and dealing with Israel that last again that last seven year period of time you know prophetically uh, I man it's just it's kind of cool I love it how the Bible everything kind of goes together because it's written uh, <laughs> by it's written by God and it all fits although it's sixty six books uh, forty different penmen over you know twelve to fifteen hundred years you know it's like Hey, it all fits together. It's one big narrative about Jesus and who he does. And and I hope you know his name. Yeah. Because his name is Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love how the uh the words of Agar, you know, he he puts those questions into context with like, yeah, I'm I'm stupid compared to God. Who am I compared to God? Absolutely, you know? yeah. And I think that's a really good place for all of us to be because you know, there are people out there that think they're they're smarter than everybody else and smarter than I don't need God and, and all of that. And they have that attitude. And that's that's a hard heart, man. That's a hard heart. And that's a scary place to be. I know I've been there in the past, you know, and and when I finally got humbled and <laughs> returned to the Lord, man, I'll tell you what, it's a better place to be. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a better place to be, man. 100%. What's your when you guys are reading through Revelation? Kind of what's your favorite part of Revelation when you're reading through it? Um, for me, it's the last call, so to speak. You know, it's got God's last call to humanity to hop on board, or you're going to be pushed out. And so, a lot of people tunnel in on like, oh, the wrath of God and all that stuff. Which, yes, there is oh, the wrath uh, yeah, of God. Absolutely, but he's he's declaring, he's showing himself more than ever to the world and saying, please, I don't want to destroy you. I'm holding back and not doing it all at once. Return to me. But what do people say? No, we'd rather hide in the rocks yeah, than we, look yeah. at you, God. Yeah, and, we, don't, we don't want to have that. You know, I think it shows the heart of God, Yeah, how much he loves a, a dying, hateful world. True story. Yeah, you know, well, that's a great question, Ty. Um, <clears throat> I spend a lot of time in uh, chapters two and three mm-hmm. every year. Uh, Sylvie and I break away for a, a night or two, and uh, our anniversary is December 29th. This year we'll be in Ireland, and so we're going to take a couple of, uh, we'll take at least one night while we're away and read through Revelation 2 and 3 together. Um, and, and we always just sort of take a moment to evaluate where we are with the Lord, you know, are we Philadelphia? Are we those that are holding fast the word of God, not denying his name, the name of Jesus? And are we, uh, do we have that, that Holy Spirit empowering uh, the church of Philadelphia? Or are we focused on people trying to make people happy, the Laodicean church? And, and we do that. We, we talk about where we are as, as a married couple, but also when you ask, What's your favorite part of Revelation? I also spend a lot of time in chapters 21 and 22. A lot of pastors, myself included, um, can struggle with depression. You can get into a funk. It's easy to get into a funk uh, in ministry. And when I feel that happening, I will break away. I'll go for a drive and just you know pull over somewhere. Or sometimes I'll even just go into, into our office at home and I will just read through uh, chapters 21 and 22 and be reminded, I'm going to heaven. I mean, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> and chapters 21 and 22 describe our eternal home. And um, boy, I'll tell you, nothing will get you out of a funk faster <laughs> than um, having 
our eternal home described to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus mm-hmm. says, I go to prepare a place for you. The Apostle Paul said, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into your imagination the things that God has prepared for you, for those who love him. And uh, when you read Revelation 21 and 22, you think, man, I can't even, even reading this, I can't imagine how great it is. Oh, wow, Lord. So there you go. How about you, Ty? Uh, you know, for me, I'm, I'm probably a combination of the two. Um, I, lo- I love the end of Revelation. Very, very yes. clear, right? Come on. Uh, but I think that for me, the study of apocalyptic literature, um, and especially written at that time period, is is something that I know I've experienced pastors who go to this dark, dark place. Mm-hmm. And it can, it, and sometimes the teaching can feel a little bit abrasive, and in some ways ab- abusive um, uh, about what's going on. Like there's, n- like once you go, once you get to chapter six, grace is gone. Right? There's no more grace of God, and that's where <laughs> no, right exactly. There's tons of there's grace. There's tons, tons of, of grace. grace, and so I think for me, it, when I read through uh, Revelation. It's uh, it's the, the bigger picture. It always it's the context of God's grace in the middle of all of it, and and I, I was thinking about when Shane was talking. I, I kind of had that visual in my head of you know you mean you guys know me whiteboards and drawings right you know it's, I've got all those things but but it's like you have this you have the wrath of God but the wrath of God never outweighs the character of His love yeah right. And so it's it's that beauty of the Hesed Va'amet. You know, he's going to be he's going to do what is truth and what is right and what is faithful to his character. But he's also going to do it in that loving, gracious way that he does. And is there destruction that comes? Yeah, I mean, the reality is that uh, there is going to be a burning mountain that's going to strike the earth and poison the earth, and that is going to happen. That's yeah. prophesied in the scripture. That's going to happen. Um, and that's that's scary to read. But the whole time, God is like, "Hey, will you come to me? Hey, will you come back to me? Hey, the grace, yeah. the, the gospel's going out. The grace is going out. Will you come back?" And like you said, they don't want to. And then you get to the end, and that's where I get really jazzed. It's that last part for yeah. me. It's the restoration of all things. It's the fulfillment of all the promises of Romans and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I I am a I'm a real fan of studying prophecy, and I think the reason for me is that you come back to that place of um, Peter, when he says, we have the prophetic word made more sure or confirmed, right? And so um, I was just, uh, we, I was sharing it at chapel this week, and when it, it says that you shall, Joseph is told, and you shall name, so Joseph, you got the responsibility, you shall mm-hmm. name him Jesus, right? For he will save yeah. his people from his, their sins. That prof- That's such a prophetic statement. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna be born. You will name him Jesus, and he's going to save humanity. I mean, that just man, it just blesses me, man. The yeah. prophetic word it made more sure. And so Jesus came. He was he was born. He lived. He died. He was buried. He rose again, proving everything that he said, everything the Old Testament said to be true yeah. about him. The prophetic word made more sure. I mean, we have that, and that's what I love about the Bible. And it gives me confidence in what the Bible says because mm-hmm. I know sometimes if you don't have confidence in what the Bible says. <laughs> It is difficult to it is difficult to have a foundation for your faith. Yeah, and so that's just something to think about. And you know what? We've gone long today, guys, because we have good Hail Mary, yeah, go so, long, yeah, go long. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, come out tonight yeah. for the for the play. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to see you there. Seven o'clock. Time to come home. Uh, hope to see you there. You are loved. You are family. God bless you. And we will talk to you tomorrow. 
It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, The Rev. 